0: You're listening to The Superman Super Show, Episode 10, Wanted Superman. Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of The Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Ed, and a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Stephen. Stephen, say hi. Howdy, y'all. And and I should have inserted my hi, but I didn't, so Hi. Not to take Steven's thunder, but I'll say hi too. Today we're looking at Wanted Superman, which appears in Action Comics number nine, written by Jerry Siegel, penciled by Joe Shuster and Wayne Boring, inked by Joe Shuster and Wayne Boring, and/or lettered by Paul Loretta and edited by Vincent Sullivan. Now, the the pencillers moving forward, I think, and the inkers are going to be a little. You know, because there's ghosting and there's help and there's all these other issues that may pop up, uh, particularly at this time of, of comic book creation. So, yep, Joe Schuster typically penciled and inked, but he may not do all of it. There may be another person or two people in some instances that I've seen. Right. So, moving forward, that's what we're going to run into. Jerry Siegel pretty much is 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 a stay, uh, but Joe Schuster. Uh, maybe with some help and things moving forward. So, Action Comics number nine was published by DC Comics, and it has a cover date of February nineteen thirty nine. The approximate sale date is thought to be January third nineteen thirty nine, and that comes to us by way of Mike's Amazing dot com. With an assist from the Superman Radio Revisited show, which is a podcast that explores the Superman radio serial, and it can be found on Twitter at Radio Superman. Now, here's what happened in Superman's story Wanted in Action Number Nine. He is still wanted by the police. Uh, let me jump in here and say too. I think this is the first like actual continuation of a story yeah. that we've that we've gotten from the previous issue. Pretty much. So he is still wanted by the police for destroying all of those slum tenements, and the police chief is furious. He's hired Detective Captain 100% Riley from Chicago to help apprehend Superman. Back at the Daily Star office, Clark Kent asks Lois Lane out on a date. She reminds him that she finds him contemptible. He tells her that he knows that she's got someone else she's thinking of, and she admits that she's in love with Superman. Hmm. Detective Captain Riley comes up with a plan to catch Superman. He promises a $5,000 reward to whoever helps capture and arrest Superman. As Superman is helping to stop a mental patient named Saunders from committing suicide, he's noticed by Mortimer Snoop, a small time crook who read about the reward for his capture. Snoop calls the police and tells them that he saw a man remove his clothes and then jump up into the sky. Detective Captain Riley hurries to the spot where the clothes are. He and Snoop wait in that spot for Superman to return so that they can catch him. Superman saves the mental patient, then returns to where he left his clothes. Snoop and Riley get into an argument and separate, giving Superman time to collect his clothes. As Riley chases Snoop, Snoop hides in an alley and reads the memo he pulled out of Superman's coat pocket. Snoop makes his way to the address listed on the memo, but is refused entry to the party happening there. He calls the Daily Star and asks to speak with the society editor, but instead is put on with Lois Lane. He tells her that he knows Superman is going to be at a party and needs help getting inside. Lois makes her way over to the party, but double-crosses Snoop so that he gets thrown out. In a last resort, Snoop calls Riley. Riley heads over to the party, and he and Snoop start looking for Superman. In the meantime, Lois Lane as Clark, asks Clark Kent to help her find Superman so that she can warn him of the danger. Riley decides to line everyone up against the wall and shoots them. No, I'm kidding, and search them. Just as he's about to search Clark Kent, he lets it slip that he has no intention of giving Snoop any of the money. In anger, Snoop turns off the light. When Riley turns the light back on, he is face-to-face with Superman. Both Riley and Snoop, jump on Superman to try to catch him but they only succeed in injuring themselves. Disgraced, Riley returns to Chicago as Lois Lane once again daydreams about Superman. So, uh Steven, what did you what did
1: you think about all of that? Ah, uh, boy. First off, um <laughs> First off, was I the only one who uh as I'm reading this, the first time we encounter this character by the name of Snoop, who, uh, by the way, this is uh, Mortimer Snoop's only appearance. Um, eventually, as the story goes on, I keep reading the name Snoop, and it goes in my head from being, you know, like, you're such a Snoop, you know, to being Snoop D-double-O-G. Yeah. Uh, There's Snoop d double Yeah, I started thinking of Snoop Dog. Every, every time they would say snoop and uh, <laughs> that was kind of funny but the 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 whole fact that captain riley one hundred percent Riley who again also his only appearance ever um he <laughs> he decides to put this bounty on Superman this reward and he says himself in panel number seventeen. When he well, first he calls in panel sixteen. He calls the the, the newspaper to tell them about the five thousand dollar reward to 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 give to the person uh, who helps capture uh, and arrest Superman. And then the the editor or the 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 other captain's like, "Are you crazy?" He goes, "Now take it easy, Chief. You said I could handle this case my own way, didn't you?" Well, that's the way I always start off. I see that a lar- I see that a large reward is offered for a desperado's capture. Then I collect it myself. What kind of crap is that? (laughs) He just, he just, here's, here's what I'll do. Okay. He, because just moments before he's trying to think of what he can, it's, it's like, what can I do? What can I do? Right. He has no idea. Yeah. Yeah. How can I start this? And suddenly action, Uh, that word, Eureka, I've got an idea. And first of all, then he admits that it's something he does every time anyway. And his. His plan ultimately isn't really a plan. It's just a way for him to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's like that. Uh, that's a that's a crooked cop if I've ever seen one. And uh, I find it funny. And the when he uh, bullies up to to Clark at one point, when he's standing up in front of the uh, the, the the news people and he's like, I'm going to get my man. I always get my man every time. And Clark's like, oh, boy, this guy's a big blowhard. And he just gets all up in Clark's face and Clark of course backs down. Um the, the the you know this was kind of a this this issue was more silly than anything um I was honestly hoping for something more because of the whole Superman is now a wanted man he's wanted by the government. I mean, okay. he went up against the National Guard <laughs> in the previous issue. They were shooting at him and 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 dropping bombs on him and that doesn't it all escalate? It just goes from there to some out of town cop coming in and uh, just trying to catch Superman unaware so that, he can, so that he can arrest him. That's I don't know. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was I just thought it was really silly. And the 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 back and forth between Snoop and O'Reilly as you know the the, well i'm the i'm the one that the the found him so i should get the five the five thousand dollars well of course i'll share the five thousand dollars with you i'm not going to share that five thousand dollars with him and that it it was kind of funny and then lois who uh you know she's in love with superman and so she she gets she gets into that party she uses o'reilly to get into the party but then uh gets in just to to find superman to warn him and yeah it was it it was a fun time. a little bit different feel because of Snoop and and Riley. And
0: yeah, it, this, I don't know, this felt a lot more to me like a radio serial. Yeah. Where you couldn't, you know, you can't see what's going on. So verbally they really have to up the game to set the scene and make the pictures for you. yeah And so if, you know, if you can imagine yourself not, Looking at this, but hearing uh, these text boxes and narrations and things, it just it struck me a lot more like a radio serial that has been adapted to this particular format than any of the other things that we've we've read so far about him. Yeah. And I think and we're still go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I, I think that's to, to me, the reason really was how because of how over the top sniveling snoop was and how over the top riley was you know to make up for the fact that you can't see anything about him so everything you have is what you hear and uh so they were just they were written
1: just so much over the top that uh, yeah 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 i almost want a uh riley snoop series oh that (laughs) would be that would be something a la like yeah. sam and twitch from uh, right, from image exactly. comics
0: yeah that would uh, you you send riley sends snoop in first to infiltrate and then they they work this thing together yeah that would be yep.
1: quite the quite the plan yep and we're we're back to the we're still doing the eight panel grid mm-hmm. but in this issue uh many of the 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 panels aren't all the same width basically They uh, they're all different lengths, you know, but, you know, we still got two by two by two by two, but they're not all equal.
0: And they they alternate when they're big, too. They don't stay all big to the left or all big to the right. Yeah. So so what will happen is you have that margin uh, between
1: them will zigzag. Yep. As you go from line to line, I noticed, too. Which feels more like a comic book than Mm -hmm. just the previous you know just the 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 eight panel grid where every panel was exactly the same size but yeah <laughs> this uh uh panels let's see what is this 74 and 75 when lois needs uh she uses snoop to get into the party mm-hmm. and uh good evening ms lane shall i admit this person who persists he knows you i don't know him and i don't care to <laughs> <laughs> the, there you go, boy. Yep, and guy kicks him out. Oh, because that's right. Because Snoop calls her because he needs her to, to get him in to get him in. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's and like, she's, "Well,
0: when she finds out why, yeah, then she wants to be there herself. She doesn't need help and she doesn't need him. So, yeah, yeah, yep.
1: yeah. I mean, all in all, there's really uh, there's really not a lot going on in this in this story. It's just a bunch of uh um. Almost like crazy hijinks. It's kind of a a crazy hijink story.
0: I I don't know that they necessarily meant it to be humorous, but it seems to me to be more humorous probably than any of the previous stories up to this point.
1: Yeah. And the the biggest, I guess, the biggest um, threat or the, the the biggest concern for Superman at any point during this issue was the moment at the party where O'Reilly or or Riley is going to search everybody. Mm -hmm. And Clark knows that when they get to him, the secret's going to be out because he's wearing his Superman costume underneath his his tux. But then (laughs) Snoop, for some reason, just just out of anger, uh, turns off the lights and that allows Clark to quickly turn, you know, dress into Superman. And and then uh, that that moment where Riley and, and Snoop both leap at Superman only to conk their heads into his sides. Right, right, yeah, yeah. The man of steel for sure. Yeah, and then they refer to him in the, the headline the next morning 99% Riley leaves town in a hurry. And
0: did I notice? Let's see. Is this the first time that they had tried to do Superman's symbol in red? I don't have a note. I think I thought it was still yellow. It was yellow at the beginning of this story. But here, these final panels, it looks like, you know, maybe by mistake or something, they tried to make it red. Uh, in 74, you can't really tell. In 75, mm. it looks – or I think that's 70 90. – 94, it looks off. 95, it looks like they tried but missed. And then in 96, it looks like they got the shield yellow and the S red finally. Yeah, yeah, um, and then in the um, the advert in the the bottom right panel, uh, it's the S is red there too. So I think I think that's the first time we've seen the the red S,
1: which I thought I made a note of when that appeared, but oh, I don't see it. Okay. And speaking of which, you know, it was uh, in issue seven where Superman's boots throughout the issue were yellow, mm-hmm. and we were kind of wondering, you know wondering about that and uh if it was uh part of the original issue and um I'm noticing over here on Twitter because we just as 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 we're recording this we also put up uh episode number 7 today and uh John reads comics um, was he commenting over, already over at the okay. Twitter yeah he he just left a what quick comment that says what uh I can confirm that Superman's boots were yellow in the original of this issue so hmm.
0: okay Yeah, see, that's, you know, and I haven't really made an issue of it, but I'm reading these from the Superman, the Golden Age, the big volumes. Yeah, me too. These recolorings, uh, not to put too fine a point on it, but they suck. Yeah, they can. Uh, I I just, oh, and, and I don't know why they felt that, you know, but just the recoloring didn't work. I didn't, to me.
1: Well, so I think un- I just, unfortunately there's no. an attitude. I think in some cases where you know the the way we color now, and, it, and it's not just coloring. It's it's you know I think people across the board, did. regardless yeah. of what industry they're in, the way we do it now is better. So we're going to improve upon what they tried to do back then, and that doesn't always well, work.
0: And and, and see, there, there's a for me, there's a conflict there. Yes, I will agree that like say movies, okay? Movies now are so much more captivating with the special effects and the CGI and all that and you know, but but there is something cool about sitting and watching an original print of Star Wars. Yeah? It it, it just I I guess it's the nostalgia maybe almost entirely. You know, um I've I've even seen those uh Re, re-do's of Star Wars where they went back and added special effects for, for the time back in 2000 or whenever they did that mm-hmm. you know and and I just even if that is what the original uh, producers and directors even if that's what they envisioned but they just weren't able to do it obviously particularly with something like Star Wars there's nothing wrong with how they, <laughs> with how they right. did do it or right. it would not have been as popular as it was so yeah. these these are the same things. What you're doing, to my mind, is you're trying to give these comics to people that have never seen them before. Why change them? There's yeah. no point in that. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, the, the Action Comics one billion seven hundred and fifty three that I pick up, no, I, I don't want to look this way because right. I, I know that, the, you know, but – I am reading comics from 1939, 1940. Give them to me the way that they were. That, that's as much of what this is as anything.
1: Yeah. There's, there's something to be said about seeing the progression. This is what they look like. Then this is what they look like now. And you know, there's the, that's it's, it's history. And, you know, I, the analogy of the movies, yeah, there there have been plenty of times when I have watched uh, uh, for example a movie from the 80s and I'll see a bit of special effects and I'll think had they done that nowadays that would be that wouldn't be a practical effect it would be uh, uh you know CGI right. right and probably wouldn't look as special Okay wouldn't look um I mean some you know it's like I I watched uh, the original Ghostbusters the other day oh, and there okay. are scenes yes. with the with the, the 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 dogs, you know, the big yes. demon dogs where it's stop motion and it's like I'm there there are some moments when I'm just like oh this did not hold up, you know, and there are some moments it's like this is pretty awesome. This looks really good. So I can almost see it either way. Uh but there's a reason why certain filmmakers, you know, John Favreau and sometimes when he when he does stuff uh, like when he did Iron Man and whatnot, he tries to do as many practical effects as he can before he 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 goes to a uh, CGI. Right. And right. it's that's th- the simple fact is just because if you can pull it off in a practical effect, it's going to look more real than a CGI effect. And
0: it will look more real always. Yeah, exactly. Always, you know. So yeah, that that's the thing. It it you you don't quote unquote date the product quite as readily. Um, yeah. you know, by by having good stunt takes and by having, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Like, you know, blowing up a car is blowing up a car. It it's it's yeah. it's never going to change, you know. Yeah. So, um, I was just sitting thinking um back to the future. You know, yeah. they could they could just wail on those movies if they made them nowadays. Yeah. But
1: you know yeah so it's i, I i'm old thank you there, there's a part of me that just wants to you know it's like if you when you take away the practical effects and you make them into uh cgi in many cases you're almost taking the heart out of it mm-hmm. and uh exactly but then at the same time i'm i'm a big fan of the cgi when it comes to certain other effects if you're you know Gollum, for example I you know I think Gollum was a was a almost perfect perfectly rendered digital creature, mm-hmm. but that was a combination of CGI and then of course the actor in the suit you know doing the movement and getting the eyes and the the mouth and everything all right. So
0: I, it also depends though on the the genre I think you're working in. Agreed. Well, you know fantasy. Uh, y- yes, the the better it, the effects, the, yeah. the better that the movie yeah. is going to come across. Um Space operas with ships and lasers and fights. Yes, the the better the effects. Now you come all the way back down to Earth and do a quote unquote street level. I'll take my seventies and eighties kung fu movies, and I'll put yeah. the, those up against any kung fu movie you make now. Yeah. You know, and like uh, Crouching Tiger standing on the the blade when they were fighting. And so it looks cool. But back in the 70s, they did stuff like that then, too. Yeah. You know, they called it wire working and it looked different, but it it worked and it worked just fine for what you were trying to do there. Yeah. So, you know, and. This, again, this. All you're doing is you're wanting to reproduce these books so that the people have access to them now. In my mind, yep. there is no reason to have to change it. You don't need to fix anything because none of it is nope. broken. It's yep. not,
1: you know. Yeah. re recoloring it to, you know, it, you're not going to make somebody want to read it more no. because you've used a modern modern coloring process yeah. on it. It's like- no. People are going to look at it and they're either going to know right away. Oh, well, uh, they've they've used a modern coloring process. And so now I guess I do want to read it. No, it's it's yeah, I
0: don't. Yeah, it's I, don't I think it's-
1: I, I I kind of equate that for, for me. I equate it with some of the bands I used to uh, I, I grew up listening to. It's, you know, you listen to, uh, for example, um, I'll, I'll use Motley Crue for an example. Their their very first album before they got big was was done on a, a shoestring budget. Okay. And so it doesn't have all the the fancy effects and all that crap on it, but it sounds raw and it sounds just in your face and awesome. And then you compare it to, you know, maybe something they did in the, the early 90s and they just don't sound as right as hard, you know, or there there was a there was a one of my my favorite songs from the band Kiss is a song called I Love It Loud. Mm-hmm. and it's got this certain sound on the the drums it's just kind of this loud booming almost echoey kind of sound to it and that's from like really early 80s well in the 90s they put together this compilation album and they said we're going to we're going to add I love it loud to it but we're going to remix it and they ruined the crap out of that song because they <laughs> they turned all that thundering boom of the bass drum they, they made it sound like a, just like a wimpy bass drum. And it's like, no, that, that may be what you're doing now, but you just, you destroyed this song. You, you took what made this song special and you just threw it in the garbage. And that's, I think that's what they do when they, when they try to update these old comics and yeah, reprint. I agree. And um, just thrown thrown out there, uh, having brought up Kiss.
0: I find that I prefer their concert recordings better than I do a lot of their in studio stuff because yeah. the energy comes through from those recordings yeah. you know normally I prefer the the nice structured harmonic in tune studio to a a live production for for most anybody. But there's just something about a KISS concert in the early 80s, man, that Mm -hmm. you know, when they recorded that sound, they captured something else
1: too. And and so, you know, when you hear those, it it just it really comes through. To go on a, a a quick tangent, their third album was that uh, live, that was their first live album, Kiss Alive, mm-hmm. and uh, their first album didn't sell very well. Their second album didn't sell very well, and yet they were selling all kinds of tickets for their shows, and they were just people were coming out in droves to see them live. Right, and that's when they decided, let's let's do a live album. Let's you know this is probably going to be the the last thing that, that that we record. Let's give them uh you know what. What they're getting as close as we can what they're getting in the shows, and that's the album that ended up just really starting the whole thing for them, and it's, yeah, it's they were now they did uh they'll be they'll be the first to admit it they did uh it's not all fully live, they did come back into the studio and add some stuff to it, you know to okay. to fill it out a bit more, so you did get a little bit more of that you know in in your in your chest when you're listening to it, but it's still live and I've seen them four times live, twice with the makeup and twice without. And yeah, there's 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 nothing quite like a kiss show. Granted, if you've seen one KISS live show, you've you've seen them all. Oh. They they <laughs> okay. do practically the same thing. They 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 almost created a formula, but yeah, but it's still, yeah, it's good stuff. All right. Um anything else you want to add? I uh I don't nah,
0: nothing else. All right. Well, folks. We do want to thank everyone for listening to the episode, uh, this episode in particular, of the Superman Super Show. If you do want to drop us a line, you can do that at the gmail.com. If you want to help the show in any way, uh, there's a number of ways you can rate us, uh, you can uh, review us. But just more than anything else, tell somebody. If you like the show, tell them you like it. give them the name of the show and and you know they can do a little google search and they can find us um we post on twitter uh we have forums we you know we do all the stuff to try to to help people find us as easily as they can
1: but text them the link you know if you got a buddy that listens to all their podcasts on uh apple podcasts grab the freaking link to our show on apple podcasts and text it to him boom You've made it easier for them to find us.
0: There you go. And and that's, you know, that's the key. Pe- people, and, and I, I don't say this in a mean way, but people don't necessarily want to work to do something that they enjoy. Yep. So the easier that you can make it for them to get something that hopefully they'll enjoy, I think the more that they will be... Uh, Willing to do that. So, um, until next week, I'm Ed saying goodbye. Goodbye. And here is Stephen saying maybe the same thing. Maybe the same thing. All right. And that's all from us, folks. We will catch you later. Bye. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.